Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of our Tea to Green Winter Rules Podcast here in mid-December. Our Tea to Green team back with you for another edition. If you're a regular listener to our podcast show, we appreciate it here. This week, you are in the presence of Kevin Sylvester, Jeff Blank, and me, Brian Colziel. PGA Pro Jeff Metis, very busy this week. We'll tell you why in just one moment. This week, we decided that uh, we would move our location from our beautiful Tee to Green Studios at Golf Dojo on Transit Road in Williamsville to the new Golf Dojo, which is located where we are here at 1154 Niagara Falls Boulevard in Tonawanda. We're kind of right across the street from the Niagara Falls Boulevard area, uh, uh, mall area, and... uh, it's easy to find, and it looks spectacular. And uh, congratulations again to uh, Tom and Max and everybody at Golf Dojo for uh, their opening, which occurred on Friday. So we, uh, we're excited for them. The place looks gorgeous, and uh, we're excited to be here. And uh, I know all of us have taken our swings at Golf Dojo at the transit location, and we're looking forward, Jeff, to uh, now getting some swings at a new place. Yeah, absolutely. And for the listeners as well, last week we had – you know, Tom Coppola on if you want to hear more about the new location. But, yeah, this is fantastic. It's it's even a step up from the transit location. But he did mention that they're going to take some of the learnings from uh, the Niagara Falls location. You might see a couple changes here as well. Yeah. You know, it's, it's great to be on the boulevard. We're just going to need to get the, the big boulevard. T- the boulevard. Uh, we just have to get the big TD Green golf ball. I know. Uh, that our vent- friends from VSP Graphics uh, put up in our studio at the transit location to find a way uh, – if they're fe- if they're feeling benevolent to put one up, right? <laughs> I think he's officially asking. That was an official ask. Yeah, that's that's right. official ask. Trace, Paul, everybody. <laughs> you know who you are. VSP Graphics. Hey, speaking of graphics, bro, I didn't know it was gift day. I didn't either. I mean, Blank brought us uh, gifts. Um, these awesome tumblers with the Winter Rules podcast logo on the tumbler. Check uh, check out the pictures of them on our Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Very pages cool at TDG Buffalo and. I was I was telling Jeff, you were busy setting some things up here. Um, I love tumblers. My wife loves to break tumblers, mm-hmm. particularly the lids, like the slider. Mm-hmm. I, it they're you know charging cords and lids to tumblers. There's a a certain skill that uh, I, my entire family has to break them. I don't know how they break them. Do you, ask, never, the, do you ask them how they break them? I do because I, mean, I said I've never <laughs> broken one. I've never broken a uh, charging cord. I've never broken a lid to a thing. It's just taking that little extra care, isn't it? Is the skill not dropping it? Uh, well, I think that might be the skill. That could be, <laughs> that could be the skill, right. um, or just taking a little extra care. Mm-hmm. But thank you very much. What a, hey, what a nice gift, yes, guys. This thank is, you. This is great. Season of giving. The skill my family has with the tumblers is losing the lid, mm. and then... Some of them obviously maybe don't match with others. It would be great <coughs> tumbler makers if you could make them all universal. But yes, oh, sometimes many are many are. But yes. sometimes mm-hmm. it, you f- like up oh, this one doesn't fit quite yeah. right. Like this must be for the other one. And you know my question always is like, hey, when you're washing the bottom, aren't you washing the lid at the same time? Like can't they just stay together? Mm-hmm. How does one? end up in one area and one end up in somebody's book bag and one end up in somebody in console of the car sure. and like I was very excited to look yes. at the bottom of this to see that it's dishwasher safe. It That's, is. But read huge. the card inside. It says hand wash. Wait. 
So, yeah, so yeah, not to no. get into Tumblr talk here, no, but no, basically. No, no, no. The reason I, I'll tell you the reason I, I asked this, but go ahead. You, but you, the Tumblr itself is dishwasher safe, but right. the logo that's printed on could deteriorate oh. if you use the dishwasher too much. Gotcha. That's, well, that's I don't, the difference. All right. Well, I, <laughs> so I usually um, wash the dishes at home, and probably the lid I didn't do a fantastic job of. Uh, at least uh, rinsing it, no, rinsing enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the coffee I, I, I went and took a sip of on Saturday, put it in, it tasted like Dawn. Mm-hmm. Dawn's not a brand of coffee. It is a it brand is of not. soap, and uh, it was horrible. All right, anyways, that's not why people tune in to hear us talk about tumblers. I was just delaying the inevitable, Brian, as much as possible. That's right. <laughs> so Let's get to it here. As you can see uh, or hear, Kevin's uh, inspired by our topic, but we got to do it here today on our uh, – Tea to Green Winter Rules podcast presented by Golf Dojo. And again, uh, congratulations to everybody uh, involved with Golf Dojo, their new location where we are today, 1154 Niagara Falls Boulevard in Tonawanda. Uh, check out uh, for more. You can just go on in and check it out. Uh, you can contact Jeff Metis, uh, or you can get more information at their website at mygolfdojo.com. If you're a member at the one on Transit, well, now you're a member at the one at Niagara Falls Boulevard. Or uh, if you want to be a member, guess what? By signing up to be a member, now you get a member uh, to have access to both places, which is great. But yes, um, more news this week with the PGA Tour and John Rahm, the big name, maybe the biggest name yet to leave the PGA Tour in terms of his regular playing status to join Live. The money is insane. The connections with other things is insane. He gets his own team for Live, and there's rumors that maybe more players will be coming. We'll get to that in a minute. But Jeff Blank, we were debating on the Previous, on our previous podcast last week, how much of an impact if Rom did officially leave? Because by last Monday, it was still of- officially rumors, but uh, just w- much after that, uh, he made it official. How big of a loss is this for the PGA Tour and fans of the PGA Tour? I struggle with, with that conversation. And, and the reason why is you see this all the time with the tour. Players leave, players retire, they go to the senior. And there's the next wave. There's always the next wave. So, yeah, I, I think... For the, the media, the conversation point, it's huge. Yes, he's top five player in the world, but you know DJ was up there as well. He left, and the tour was as great as it ever was. I, I, I do struggle with it. Big name, of course, but I think the tour, honestly, is going to be fine in terms of names. Now, it's really about what's going to happen next. To, to me, with Rom leaving, I think he has some insight that they're going to be welcome back on tour at some point. I, I don't think he would have made that move if it was just, you know, I'm never going to play on the PGA Tour again. I think this is just going to accelerate conversations with Piff and I think eventually we're going to get to an agreement and then we'll see what happens after that. I could be in the minority. I'm not in the know. Obviously. Well, yeah, you know, people will probably think I'm in the know, but yeah. believe me, I know as much as the rest of you know um as far as to, you know, the why. Well, yeah, I, I think we're all shocked because of his comments in the past. You know, particularly the one where, well, I've already made enough money, and what are they going to put $400 million? Is that going to change my life? So what do they do? They said, how's $400 million plus another right. $100 million or whatever the hell it was yeah. on top of that? Um, you know, part of that evaluation, part of that is the valuation of the team. Like, well, right now, what is the valuation? No one knows, right? I'm not saying it's not going to be of some value. It could be in the future. It could not be. I don't know. The, the team thing to me doesn't have any traction. It, uh, it hasn't. It, has it for you guys? No. no. Has no. anybody says it's had any traction? No. Now, 
that's in the United States. It may have traction worldwide. It might, like, you know, Formula One teams, Team Ferrari or whatever. Um, but, you know, as far as in the United States, it has no traction for us. The teams are – we're Team USA, right? Yeah. That's that's what we root for in the United States. But – so that remains to be seen. Um, he got thrown a, a ton of cash – He's exempt from the Masters for life. He's exempt from the U.S. Open for five years. I think that was key. He's exempt. Yeah, yeah, I think that was. I, yes, I, I, I believe that was key um, because he knows he can play in those events, and a lot can change in five days, let alone five years. And he's done his homework. I'm, sh- I'm sure there's a conversation with, with someone at Augusta National just – Hey, are we, I know last year the live players were able to play. Is this going to be the way it is going forward, at least for the foreseeable future? I'm sure he did his homework and checked all those boxes to make well, sure. Well, they, they, they set the precedent. It. So yeah. it, that, that, that part's been – all the majors have answered that part. Yeah. Um, if, you are, if you are exempt or if you have reached enough status that you are in the tournament, then you can play. I mean, it, it's disappointing for golf fans, but I will – you know, I haven't argued this. Others have. All right? So I'm just going to repeat what's been argued. Jordan Spieth is more popular than John Rahm. Yeah. Right? In the United States, yes. Yeah. I, I, I think on the PGA Tour, yes. yes. On the PGA Tour, yes. Where they play in the United States, for the most part. There are some uh, events that are, are worldwide. Um, there's still plenty of, to Jeff's point, there are still plenty of name players. There's still plenty of stars. Um the tour and and golf really does a great job of. There's more. There's always more stars. Ludwig Ober, right, is yeah. a, a star already. He just won the RSM Classic. He's got Joe Scobbert on the bag now. That was just announced today um, that he'll have him going forward. Fowler's uh, original caddy. So, um, you know, they'll have more stars now. I, two things. I'll go Rom and then. What's 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 happening um, from that? I was at a holiday party. I was <laughs> joking with you guys on text, and <laughs> Blake had a great idea. Get a shirt that says, don't ask me about Rom, right? Um, I just knew everybody was going to ask me about golf. Like, what's the next? But like, you, Brian, you go to a party, I want to ask you about the Sabres, right? I got hit with both, by the way, Saturday night. But anyhow, um, <laughs> the the ROM part, and here's the thing that uh, these are golf fans who are asking me about it, and they're just like, I'm just sick of this money talk. They're just sick of it. They don't, they, they're like, I don't care about the money anymore. It's not like I don't care about live. I don't care about the money. So they're just kind of upset about that. Um, and, and that, I think, is the fallout here is fans are just kind of like, Jesus. You know, just sick of hearing about the money because that's all the media is talking about. Certainly the money, but I'm almost wondering what does an individual player bring in terms of viewership? Like all these players went to live. The viewership was terrible. And why? Because people didn't really like the format. And the PGA Tour still had great ratings with the format that they have. I I don't go to watch a golf tournament because of John Rahm. There's only one player that ever moved the needle like that. That's Tiger Woods. Yeah, I don't think there, anybody could leave the PGA Tour and go to live tomorrow and change the the landscape of the viewing habits of of individual watchers. That, that's my opinion. I don't watch golf for John Rahm. I don't watch golf for Tony Finau if he's leaving. They'll find another guy and it'll be just as compelling. And there are what, there, there are fans who do though. Like, okay, you know, let's yeah. not be naive. I don't to I don't think, relate to that. Yeah, right. That's let's just me. yeah let's not be naive to think that there aren't Rahm fans 
or a female goat. Like, you know, there are DJ fans. There, You know, there are fans who... I, I very much enjoy watching John Rahm. I'm a fan of John Rahm. I think his golf is as entertaining as anybody is in the world to watch at this current moment. I'm going to not stop watching the PGA Tour uh, if John Rahm is not playing in the event. I'm still going to watch these events. I also wouldn't at this moment find myself now saying I'm going to now watch more live golf because Rahm is there. That's my point. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that that format still to me feels is cartoony the bad description it <laughs> contrived just it like i have i haven't bought into it yet that it feels like legit now i understand that the comparison to the pga tour has multiple decades if not you know closing in on a century's worth of tradition at some of these tournaments that have been around for a long long time like the you know the events every year that we always know uh, you know the the West Coast Swing, the tournaments in California, the you know Waste Management Open in Phoenix is always around February, and you know these these courses that I've grown familiar to watching and enjoyed, um, I'm gonna watch because that's what happens on the PGA Tour, and I love golf. Are my does the are the events better if you have bigger names? I guess in some sense it draws more eyeballs. If the top of the leaderboard has John Rahm on it with Rory McIlroy and Xander Shoffley and Jordan Spieth. Is it more exciting than maybe if there's four lesser names? I guess I could have that debate. Sure. Uh, and if Rom leaves, you know, him, he definitely is a popular player. But I don't think him individually is what maybe is going to ultimately bring this massive change. I think we're, we're seeing more and more dominoes. The more and more, if, if we get Finau, if we get Hatton is another rumor, uh, it's the quantity, it's the volume at some point sure. to just see, sure. like, Kevin, like, what is the next move from the PGA Tour? And I think that's where maybe fans of the PGA Tour or players that still want to be the voice of the PGA Tour, like, how come we haven't heard anything yet? We heard back in June that there was going to be possibly a merger, but there hasn't been a lot of talk since. And I think maybe if fans are a little nervous about, hey, like, how is is no news bad news? I guess the phrase like we still haven't All heard right. anything. Well, so that I think but, to me is still what is next. To, what is to prevent others from leaving beyond the check? Tell me. I guess you know what I want to know is as a fan of the PGA Tour and someone that loves the tradition of golf and all these great events. Tell me what is the plan going forward so that I know that hey this you know, this PGA Tour is fine. It's going to be around forever. It's going to be great. And yes, I'm going to miss John Rahm, but. Like you said, Jeff, there's going to be 20 more young players and stars in the next two years that are going to well, fill I, our, fill our right. tubes with great golf. Uh, let me just – let me look at the, you know, Rom. all right, all right, you know, guy who's won two in the world, right? He's going to the other tour. If I'm a tour, great, I don't have to beat him, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I got to worry about Scheffler and Macro. It's one less guy I got to worry about, right? You know, if others go, I'd be like, well, Okay, well, made my job a little easier, didn't yeah. it? Like more for me, sure. You want eyeballs? I mean, uh, there's a lot, there's a lot of media involved and such. Well, here's here's the thing. You don't you didn't hear a lot because I, I believe uh, in business. Loose lips sink ships, right? So I, you know, if you're if you know everything that's going on, well, then that's not great. Um, you, you, things get done um, quietly and behind closed doors. That's how that whole June sixth thing, uh, you know, the the, the agreement or uh, framework agreement which for the record 
because players weren't involved, definitely got some players upset. Well, it is a player's organization. And, and, Correct. And, For a player's-run organization, sure. the fact that they weren't involved in that and knew right. almost nothing of that is what, I think, put the PGA Tour in another bad light. I think, you know, they haven't, they haven't handled this well in some ways. That was, I think, another example of that. If, if you have Rory McIlroy out in front of it saying, hey, there's nothing to announce but things are happening and that we are taking care of it and that, you know, blah, blah, blah. well, then, okay, then there's yeah. that reassurance given. The only there's, a lot we don't, there's a lot we don't know, like, uh, on, on how that was set up with Rob. But anyways, let me, let me just say this. So on Sunday, right, a memo was sent to the players by the PGA Tour board, uh, policy board, that they are, they've chosen an investment group to move forward with uh, along with PIF. And it's just it's uh, to me this was this was very encouraging to read this, uh, and Kevin Van Valkenburg of SI. Uh, no, now he's with Fire Pitter. I don't know where the hell he's. He was with SI. Now he's with. It's Fire Pit Collective. Yes. Or no yes. laying up one of the two. I don't know. I thought it was Fire Pit. Could be Fire Pit. All right, but anyway, we had a, a good article about um, this strategic sports group. SSG is the investment group going forward, and who who makes it like strategic sports group? Okay, who's Who's uh, in this, right, uh, to be an investment partner? Fenway Sports Group, I own a Red Sox. Cohen uh, Financial Investments, that's the guy who owns the Mets. The Mets. Deep pockets. Yeah, Arthur deep Blank, pockets. Arthur Blank owns the Falcons. Uh, guy who owns Every the time b- you buy something at Home Depot, you're helping out. Golf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> guy, who, guy who owns the Brewers, I forget, Anastasio, um, the former owner of the Bucks. Um, and there's a couple other in there. So these are um, billionaires who've owned sports leagues, who know all about owning sports franchises, right? Um, every, a lot of things that go into it. It's not just uh, owning the team, but there's uh, media rights, for example, merchandising, so on and so forth. But here's the other key piece of it. Many of them have dealt with PIF the public investment fund and have made deals with them or have them investing. They're invested in other ventures with PIF. So there's a commonality there. So I I think that's something to be optimistic about that. Okay. This group that's going to invest in the PGA tour um, is also with PIF. And maybe that's, you know, just helps things get fast track, smooth, whatever, just a, a pathway. So that, to me, the more I read about it, like, I, I think initially when it came out, like, oh, so they're not going with Piff here, and they found somebody else, yeah. and um, I don't know, maybe Piff from the beginning said, hey, find somebody else, too, and, and uh, like, let's make the best of everything here. Yeah, so, and, and Liv's kind of along for the ride in this. That, that's why when people say, oh, the Liv and PGA merger, it's not right. What Kevin said is 100% correct. It's Piff. It's completely different. Yes, they, they own and operate Liv. Liv kind of comes with the deal. The only thing in my life I feel like that I can compare it to it that I guess if you're thinking like, okay, what formed sports league like was challenged? And I guess I can think of the 80s with the USFL upstart trying to get a piece of what the NFL success was there. The NFL was kind of wobbly in the mid 80s in some sense and how it was being run and economically and the players were looking for a voice after the strike in 82 and then the USFL came along. And what did the USFL do? Well, they said, look, for us to make a splash with the New Jersey Generals and the Houston Gamblers and all these teams, we need stars. So what did they go out and do? 
They spent a ton of money to get, well, obviously everybody knows, later Bills quarterback Jim Kelly, who at the time went right from the University of Miami, drafted by the Bills, decided to not go to the Bills and went to play for Houston for a lot of money. And they threw a boatload of money at Herschel Walker, this big star coming out of Georgia. And he went there. And Reggie White went there. And you had some other, Steve Young. You know, these are all NFL Hall of Famers. And for a while, it was the money for the first, you know, year and a half of the USFL is all this money that they threw to get these stars. And it worked in some sense. Some stars stayed with the NFL. Some didn't. Some went to the USFL. Um, And then at some point, the product of the USFL didn't match up with the NFL. And at some point, the owners did run out of money. Now, maybe this is where the comparison could end. Yep. I don't know if they're going to run out of money on the live side of things anytime, uh, anytime soon. Like the USFL, doesn't after seem so. two seasons, <laughs> decided we can't keep this up financially. We don't have the TV deal. We don't have the whatever. Live doesn't really have the TV deal. Live doesn't really have the the attendance. You know, the USFL played in front of almost empty stadiums for a while. Um, you know, maybe they're they're not getting TV ratings. Maybe they're not getting attendance. But it seems as though maybe at this moment that. They don't care because they the bankroll is not even anywhere near on the same path that it was with the USFL. We know eventually it folded, it went away, and the NFL got all those stars back. It became stronger, and now we know it's you know a gazillion-dollar industry at this moment right now, and yeah. teams are making billions and billions. So, I mean, in my life, if I'm, you know, as you said, a, a hostile takeover. We haven't had this blueprint ever before. It's the only thing that popped into my head that said, hey, if a, an established sports league that is the top-tier league in the world – challenged by someone else there's always been leagues that have been brought up but it's been brought up in the sense of to be a minor league team like there was the world league of american football that was brought up but that wasn't supposed to to take over the nfl right, right. that was supposed to be essentially like a minor league football hey you know the bills or other nfl teams like okay you've got the london monarchs for your players to develop and then when you think they're ready you can sign them onto your team if you want like it was kind of a minor league thing and uh, we know other sports, there's there's minor league sports. There's AAA baseball and so on. There's the AHL and hockey. But there hasn't been, like, rival leagues to come up and just say, hey, I'm going to do this. The KHL doesn't have right now or, or well, over remember our Ilya, lifetime. Remember Ilya Kovalchuk went for big bucks. That's right. The lure of money. Right. He went for big, big dollars. But it never right. really got to that level. I think the USFL no. is maybe the closest I can get to. But the one thing that we always say is, like, well, the format didn't stick enough and they ran out of money. Well, Live Golf looks like it's obviously in a really good spot financially in terms of it being backed. Well, Whether it's, it's making yeah, yeah, money yeah, it, or not. No, it's not making it's money. It's not money. It's yeah. not. It, no, there's no. Um, again. Where do you, how do you make money? You make money off TV. Well, yeah. They don't have it. You make money off yep, merchandise, right. sales, atten- tickets, sales, attendance. Right. All these things. And we know it's not good. Yeah. By all by all <laughs> by accounts, like, by all accounts, no. They don't have right. They're not making money off any of those. And when things. when that initial outlay of cash, you, you have to like. I mean, I haven't seen the P and L. Okay, um, but uh, I mean, it can't like it just. Yeah. It, but they know that they knew that going in, and and um, they're willing to put up the money, and they're still willing to put up the money uh, to try to try and make it work. So, but I but I. But it seems like they recognize they need something else to make it work. I, I think you nailed it there. And that's where right? maybe, maybe I'm misguided, but people talk about this is the end of the PGA. No. Uh, if this agreement does not happen, PGA Tour is going to find another investment investor or sure, investors, right. like you mentioned. Yep. They're going to get financially sound. And what still is out there for live that they struggle with is, okay, they're going to get the John Rahm, who's exempt from all these majors. They're not getting 
World Golf Ranking points. Bingo. Bingo, so, bingo. Unless you've won right? majors and you're exempt and you're okay jumping over because your world ranking is going to drop at you're exempt for right. majors, you're fine. But everybody else isn't in that situation. Correct. So they're still going to have a flawed model. And and you know what? I don't think they should get world ranking points. Maybe they change to 72 holes. Um, and so then maybe they qualify. But you know, like it's been laid out for them. So, no. Yeah, that, I, I think that is key right there. And... Again, there's a there's a whole lot we don't know. There's some we do know, and there's gonna be a whole lot we get to find out <laughs> when it all comes out there. It's just um, uh, there's turbulence right now uh, on the ride, and yep. people and suppos- don't like turbulence. Yep. And supposedly there's a December thirty first, yeah, yeah, deadline for something. You know, that obviously anybody can extend anything, but we know maybe we'll find out something within the next two weeks or so before uh, this deadline comes out that. We'll put everybody maybe. Oh, in a I think place. so. Yeah, I, I, I think we will. Winter Rules Podcast presented by Golf Dojo. We're at the Niagara Falls, the new brand new location. Come and check it out here on Niagara Falls Boulevard in Tonawanda. You can go to mygolfdojo.com for membership information uh, or to uh, get information on getting a lesson with our PGA Pro, Jeff Metis. Uh, before we go, one more thing we want to talk about here the Grant Thornton Invitational this past week, Kevin, a really cool event where. They took a LPGA player and a PGA Tour player and uh, put them together for this event. Partners and uh, Lydia Ko and Jason Day ended up winning, beating uh, Team Canada, Brooke Henderson and Corey Connors by a shot. But uh, a cool format here. And, you know, I, we saw a lot of pictures of Finau and Corda were together. Lexi Thompson, Ricky Fowler, maybe, you know, the, the biggest star power uh, one-two punch there with those two. But, you know, this is a, this is something that we've talked about before with the Ryder Cup and the Solheim Cup. Like, hey, is there ever a way to do something with teams more getting the ladies and the men together? I, you know, this was, it uh, seems as though it was all a, a big success here and, and a pretty in, impressive finish by the fact that, you know, every single uh, positioning here was within a stroke of each other. So no one ran away with it either. I thought it was cool. I thought it was, uh, you know, it was a cool event and the talent was on display and, um, what, what I think is next. All right, now let's do a stroke play tournament. Yeah. Right. Individual yeah. stroke play tournament. Well, you know, let, let's compete because it was evident the talents there. So would there be split tees like women's? Tees? Yeah. 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 Do that. Okay. Sure. I, I think, yeah, you have to do that. Yeah. So yeah. And there's, why I, not? I think it would be great. Why not? Is right. Have a stroke play event. The men will play for the men's tees. Ladies play for the ladies tees and go from there. And who had the shot of the week? Well, for, there'd be forward tees, Brian. Forward tees. Correct. Yes. Thank you. That's a good point. <laughs> shot, shot of the week goes to Lexi Thompson. Lexi Thompson. Hole in one. one. Yes. Fantastic. Amazing. I, I think, you know, there's what? Kevin, there's one team event on the PGA Tour, the Zurich Classic in New Zurich Orleans. Classic in New Orleans, which is a, it's a cool event. I, I you know. And that event has, has become one of my favorite to announce because of the ah, team aspect yeah. of it. And that event, Kevin, goes, what, every other day, the difference between alternate shot and best ball, right? Correct, yes. Where, where you know, round one is four ball, and then round two is foursomes, alternate shot, right? Yeah. So they alternate the days on that. I think this, you know, I think people like watching it. I mean, that's why the Ryder Cup's popular. I think that format goes really well. Now, the Ryder Cup you can't just recreate because that's countries. We know. I mean, that's, as you said, Team USA, Team Europe. Um, but I think people enjoy watching the camaraderie and the strategizing. I, love, I loved listening to them talk strategy with each other. Like, yeah, I, I sure. think that's – I love that part about the Ryder Cup and the Solheim Cup and 
Uh, I wish that maybe there was... I don't think we need five, but I wish maybe there was one more on the PGA Tour. You've got the Zurich Classic that's usually... What is that? Is that May? Uh, no, uh, April? It's April. It's in April. Yeah. Maybe if there was one more in the summer that was... Yeah, a team Great. sort of thing. I think, I don't know, I think... Uh, well, <laughs> going back to our yeah. <laughs> previous discussion, maybe we'll see that. Um, you know, the comments I thought that were genuine from, you know, both the men and women competitors, um, you heard um, from the... You know, I even Lydia Kosa, I learned a lot, you know, like, uh, you know, and how to attack and all this. And um, you heard Day, and you'd hear Follow, and other ones like, man, they're good. Like it's the talent right. here is like on par. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yes, yes, it is. But I think they're saying that for the viewers. Yeah. Like you know, like you know, Nellie Corder's got the best swing in golf right now, and you know, Lydia Ko, she's a killer here. You like you know, she, yeah. like Jason. Like I, I knew I was in good hands. She's a killer. I, I knew she's gonna get it done. Yeah, yeah. And what was it on seventeen par five? You know, I have Lydia Ko from two oh eight with a fairway medal and just puts it eight feet. Like that's what I love about the women's game is they're just yeah. so damn precise. Did you see uh, uh, Brooke? Uh, she she pole hooked her uh, fairway medal. I, I didn't see that on seventeen. Oh, she you know we've all done it, and um, you know here's the best Canadian pro golfer. I was just waiting for any arguments. There isn't. Nope, any no, I agree. And no. uh, you know she was going for it and just you know tugged it right, and you see the fire and anger like you know yeah. want that one back like that's how much it meant yeah yeah which was which was pretty cool this week um an, another team event the pnc championship but it's father son father daughter great, mother son mother event. daughter another great event you know grandfather all that sort of, so you've got you mentioned brooke henderson of course part of the first women's porter cup at niagara falls country club this year at the porter cup we saw little john daly John yep. Daly Jr. He and Father John will be a part of the event. And of course, you mentioned you'll watch no matter what it is if Tiger's playing. Tiger and Charlie. He'll be there with Charlie this week. Yeah. So that'll be uh Nellie Corda's playing playing yep. this weekend. With her dad, yeah, her which dad, is yep. cool. She played um, last Peter Corda, the long the uh, the great tennis player. Tennis yes. Player, yeah. Yeah. The uh you mentioned Brooke Henderson when she played it was a second women's porter cup second one second, second edition. one yeah uh, because i always I, I initially thought she'd played in the first one and then this coming summer it's a combined event right this past year was the, the first past year's one. the first yep, they'll see do it again. well i guess we yeah. I, there you go um but i we played um we were scheduled to play three holes of golf with brooke henderson for tv channel two oh, really? i had to say yeah and uh she was there with team canada and we, we set it up and then all right it's cool so we teed off on hole thirteen, and you know she's like, "Oh, you can you can go first. I'm like, "I really don't want to go first because I know what's going to happen here, but no problem. <laughs> <laughs> you can't really say no. And so we uh, we both hit three wood off the or three metal, whatever you want off the tee. Uh, hers was 40 yards past mine, <laughs> and I thought I caught it pretty good, right? And I mean she just you could I could just tell by that swing you're like, wow. All right, the it, the it factor. Then we get up for the second shot. This and is, it, by the way, very young Brooke Henderson, not yeah, even yet to turn pro I yet. think she's 16. Yes. She might have been, might have been younger than that. Um, and uh, she uh, proceeds, to, you know, doing a walk and talk up to the next shot. And uh, she puts it on the green, and she's not pleased. She's about 25 feet, drains it for birdie. 
yeah. just knocks it in. And, uh, you know, she, she had poise, too, for the camera then. And the Canadian coach came over, and she's like, this is done. We are done. She is done. I said, okay. I said, we just uh, – she's like, nope, she's done. I go, I go, well, we just need to say goodbye on camera. You know, to kind of put a, a bow on this, you know, yeah. and she's like, "Well, make it quick," <laughs> and bro, bro, which you know what, I kind of get because she was there as part of a team. Yeah, and we yeah, were there, yeah. so I un- I understood. Um, and Brooke said, I'm, "I apologize." I go, "No need to apologize, Brooke. Like you're here, part of a team. You know, we might be inter- interrupting that." So uh, we did this thing on camera, and I, I believe she didn't perform well the first round, but then she said she. Sh- Fired sixty three maybe in the final round to win. It was, uh, but you just knew she had it. She had it. Then. Yeah, it's, it's funny you mentioned her and her swing. I actually on my account, so at Jeff Blank T two G, I posted her swing as one of my favorites on tour. The torque that she has. Yeah. So they talk about that angle between the shoulder turn and the hip turn. She's got so much torque and create so much speed in a small frame. Yeah, and and again, love watching the women's um, circuit. To, to look at the the swings more than anything else, they're they're fantastic. By the way, the PNC Championship, the odds makers have Team Stricker as the favorites to win, with uh, Team Thomas, Team Daly, and Team Woods the next three defending champions. Is that VJ and his Sing? They have as the fifth best on the odds. Kay. I'm trying to remember. They were the ones that won last year. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. We'll, 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 watch sure. we'll look that up. Here. Don't know. Don't yes. know. You, you know what they probably won because VJ made his kid out there uh, doing chips. But his son's like, his son like thirty. I think. I mean, he's not. Charlie Woods and VJ's kid aren't playing from the same tee box. I don't think. No. His yeah, VJ's son is his late twenties or thirty. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> it's not a fair fight. <laughs> VJ and and is it Koss? Quas? Sing. Yeah, they won last we'll, year. Yeah. yeah. We'll finish with the uh, the stat of the day. Kevin, how many golf balls has VJ Singh hit on his on the driving range in his career? Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you need a calculator? Oh, I watched Do you him. even know how many? Could I, you, can, you, can your brain even comprehend how many golf balls he's hit, right? I Did watched you? him once <laughs> at Sea Island. Uh, this was 2015. 2015, I watched him chip, and he had to have 200 balls next to him, and he's just chipping chipping and his caddy had to be there i'm like what the hell's a caddy got to be there for he's just chipping is and that the hardest job in, in golf his being his, his caddy, caddy yeah. you're always going back to the range well right? wait <laughs> bryson was the other one right somebody had mentioned that he the caddy for bryson's got to be a different yeah i mean i don't breed. remember vj's caddy quitting a right. tournament yeah that happened to bryson it did <laughs> so anyway oh the, so I, it's high it's millions it's, it's clearly millions millions, millions of all right, anyway, Brian, we've gone over time. Yep, no problem. Hope everybody's enjoyed our Tee to Green Winter Rules podcast presented by Golf Dojo. Again, check out the new location here on Niagara Falls Boulevard in Tonawanda. Same great setup, same great perks if you're a member. If you want to become a member or get information, go to mygolfdojo.com. Again, congratulations, uh, Max and Tom. We, uh, we're excited for you here. This place looks great. So, uh, And for our PGA Pro, Jeff Metis, he's not here today because he continued. He has to work both buildings now. Jeff, Jeff's mileage here. Jeez, I'm looking out for him. We have to keep an eye on Mr. Metis. We can clone a pig. Really we can hard. clone Jeff. Mm. Right, let's do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that didn't sound right, so I, I apologize, know. No, Jeff. it worked. Um, okay. I know what you meant. Yeah, I yeah. think he knows what you meant. That's right. I hope so. For Jeff Blank, Kevin Sylvester, I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for listening to our Tea to Green 
Winter Rules Podcast. We'll talk to you next time.